Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode 222 of Your Career Podcast. Wow, 222 episodes already. For those of you who know me, you'll know that I'm half Cantonese and half English, was born in Malaysia. And so the number two sounds like the word easy in Cantonese, e. I have to say, getting to 220 episodes, 222 episodes, hasn't been easy, but it has been a lot of fun and fueled by my passion for providing inspiration to you for your career success. So I've got two things I'd like to chat with you about today. Uh, One is the great resignation, which is sweeping the world of employment, and also a wonderful movement with the hashtag, this little girl is me. Mm, Interesting, yes? So first of all, the great resignation. Are you prepared for the great resignation and how to compete with a huge number of professionals who are, or soon will be, seeking new and meaningful roles? As a career coach, of course, I've been thinking about this a lot with my clients and also just wondering how satisfied you've been feeling about your career as a result of everything that's been going on with COVID. Now, will you be part of this mass exodus? And do you know what is really important to you in your career so that you can make the right decisions? Now, also known as the big quit, (laughs) the big quit, the great resignation is the ongoing trend of employees who are voluntarily leaving their jobs as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. And according to research recently by Microsoft, more than 40% of the global workforce are considering leaving their employers this year. Hmm, Did you know that? 40%, that's huge. The mass exodus has company leaders bracing for a seismic shift in the workforce, and the trend is likely to be heading to Australia, where I am right now. A Deloitte study of about 5,000 women in 10 countries, which include Australia, India, the US and the UK, found that of the 23% of working women who are considering leaving the workforce, 57% of them said they plan to leave their current employer in the next two years, which shows that women are feeling less loyal to their employer. The Chief Strategy Officer of Deloitte Australia, Claire Harding, she said that women were interviewed from a range of industries, from hospitality to finance, and more than half of them were feeling less optimistic about their career prospects today than before the pandemic. Gosh, that's a worry, isn't it? How do you feel about that? Do you feel optimistic about your career prospects? 
Or are you feeling a little bit concerned? Because honestly, this pandemic has just made us rethink absolutely everything about our lives and what's important, don't you think? You know, and with this, you know, great resignation, I wonder how that will affect the diversity of organizations. Do you have an opinion on that? I'd love to, to hear about it. But what I know and I think right now is that it is time to take control of your career. And to help you make the right decisions in your career, whether you're thinking of leaving or you're already looking around or you're currently in between roles, I'm hosting a free 45-minute Zoom meeting that will help you get clear on what you really want in your career. And it's on Monday, the 11th of October at 12 p.m., which is uh, 2 p.m., well, 12 p.m. in Sydney, which is Australian Eastern Standard Time, which is 2 p.m. in Auckland or 9 a.m. in Singapore and Hong Kong. And if you're in the U.S. and you're listening in the U.S., it's a day earlier. So it would be October the 10th. That's a Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time or 9 p.m. over in New York. So if you're interested, the link to register is in my show notes, or you can go directly to this bit.ly link if you want to write it down. Uh, and the bit.ly link is bit.ly, L-Y, so bit.ly forward slash zoom, Z-O-O-M, the number 11, and oct, O-C-T. For October. Okay, so Zoom 11 oct, all lowercase. So it's bit.ly forward slash Zoom 11 oct. And that will take you to the bit.ly link where you can register or just go to my show notes and um, you'll be able to click on the link to register and join me on Monday. And I hope you'll join me as this is via Zoom. And if you enable your video, we will be able to say hello to each other face to face. How nice will it be to meet you live at last? Now, if you are listening to this podcast episode and it's already past the 11th of October in, in Australia, um, not to worry. Um, if you're a member of the Careers Academy, then you'll be able to watch the replay. Okay. And the Careers Academy is thecareersacademy.online. And you can find out more information about it via my show notes if you like as well. Now, I'm really looking forward to meeting you live. So I hope you are listening to this before the 11th of October so you can join me. Okay, so that's all about the great resignation and how you can get the clarity to make the right decisions about what to do in your career. Now, the second topic that I wanted to talk about today was the hashtag this little girl is me. It's just such an amazing initiative and what I'm about to tell you is probably the most personal podcast recording, you know, this episode, the, the most personal um, recording that I've ever uh, released on Your Career Podcast, because I never really talk about myself. I'm always talking to other people or just giving you advice. But um, I'm proud to be a part of this amazing This Little Girl Is Me campaign, which was initiated by Miriam Gonzalez Durantes, who's the founder of of Inspiring Girls International. And the link is also in my show notes if you want to find out more. And if you're a woman and you want to join the This Little Girl, this little girl Is Me initiative, uh, you can do so. And share your story too, because everybody has a story. Now, I always thought that I didn't really have much of a story, but 
Funny thing is, is that when I shared this on my LinkedIn profile, it just went off. It was crazy. So I thought, oh, uh, maybe I'll share it on my podcast as well and reach, reach more people and hopefully inspire some other little girls. So why am I about to share my story with you? Because 70% of girls feel more confident about their futures after hearing from women role models. And it's important to know who we are, where we came from, and how we can be whomever we want to be in life. So I'm about to tell you a little bit about what defined me as a little girl. So here are my very early days, only up to the age of 11, and some of the life lessons I learned that have shaped my view of the world. And you know, we all have our own views of the world and our experiences place a filter over how we interpret things that happen to us as well. So I was born in Malaysia back in the days when it was called Malaya to a Hong Kong Chinese mum and an English father. Now, this was in the 1950s, and it was unusual to see a Brit from North Yorkshire, which is where dad was from, enter into a mixed marriage. And they even made it into the Yorkshire papers, the evening news, with the heading in, in the article that said, Leeds man to wed Chinese girl. Hmm. My parents kept the newspaper cutting, and even though they have both now passed away, sadly, and I miss them dearly, I'm proud to be able to share the clipping of that news clipping um, in my podcast show notes. So if you head over to janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast, um, you'll be able to see the, the clipping and, and read what it says in my show notes as well. So what compounded some of the chatter about their marriage at that time in the early 1950s was that my father was a Cambridge scholar and my mother didn't finish secondary school. Mum missed a lot of education as she was a poorly child and she had many ailments and asthma and the like. And the invasion of Hong Kong during World War II saw mum's family escaping to Macau with few belongings. The chatter was that the level of education didn't match up and that that marriage, you know, would probably never last. Sad, hey? Um, so on top of that, some of their friends apparently commented, oh, but what will the children look like? You know, this mixed marriage. But, you know, luckily, neither my brother nor I were born with two heads. I think we turned out all right. <laughs> anyway, it's funny what people say, isn't it? But anyway, I'm proud and relieved to say that our immediate families were open and welcoming during what could have been a really difficult time for my parents. So my father's work as a Malayan civil servant and academic meant that I grew up in Johor Bahru in Hong Kong, which provided my brother and me with a melting pot of cultural experiences. It was wonderful. Our friends were like a mixed bag of lollies <laughs> from India, America, Korea, Japan, China, Germany, and the UK. Oh, it was just so good. True diversity. Um, now, we all spoke Cantonese at home as dad learned to read, write, and speak fluent Chinese for his work. And mum was really relieved that she didn't need to learn English because we all spoke Cantonese at home. And um, the halcyon days for me, growing up in the lush Hong Kong University compound in a massive, really elegant colonial-style home, was juxtaposed with day trips to the new territories to visit my mother's side of the family. And mum's family lived in a tiny cottage in a village with many chickens and cats and dogs roaming the streets, and I saw that life could be very different depending on where you lived 
and your circumstances. Now, I embraced both sides of life, and there was so much love between all of us that, um, you know, it was just a lovely upbringing. Now, my father died suddenly of a massive heart attack on the 1st of July, 1970. He was 49, and I was 11. Almost immediately, my mother, brother, and I had to leave the university compound and find somewhere else to live. And our lives, they changed dramatically, just overnight, just like that. My mother, who didn't speak English, struggled not only with grief, but confusion about what to do on her own with two children. I remember that so, so clearly, because my father had always handled every aspect of our lives, financial, legal, schooling, travel, all of it, except cooking. Mum was a really, really uh, good cook. Now, as business was conducted in English, and my mother didn't read nor write English. My brother and I, we were both so young, um, we attended English-speaking schools, and we were required to step up and make adult decisions to help mum. We didn't really have a choice. We just had to, you know, grow up very fast. So at the early age of 11, I started writing checks in English for my mum to pay the bills. My brother and I had meetings with the trustee to help mum make financial decisions and go through legal documentation, not that I knew what anything really meant. And if I was sick and I was off school, I I wrote my own sick notes to give my teachers because mum didn't write English. And um, as I got a little bit older, I realized how useful this was when I wanted to skive off school. But um, I I grew up very fast and realized that if I wanted to lead a life free of want, I had to understand how to manage my own money, how to learn how life worked, and not to let someone else taking over my own decision-making, however well-intentioned it may have been. So to cut a long story short, I learned very quickly the importance as a woman, well, as a little girl, as I was at the time, to be financially independent and not rely on someone else to create the life that I wanted and felt that I deserved, and not to be afraid of what life throws at you. This little girl became a resilient adult very early on in life. And there's so much more to share. This is just the beginning of a lifetime of lessons learned. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty long in the tooth now, over 60, all right, and still going strong, I'll have you know. Um, I overcame many, many obstacles. And over the course of many years, this little girl, as I like to still think of myself, overcame much angst, self-doubt and fear, moved country five times, reinvented her career multiple times, got married, got divorced, got remarried, because I do believe in love, Um, won a silver medal in the Nike National Aerobics Championship that was sponsored by Nike in the 1990s, flew as cabin crew for British Airways and Korean Airlines back in the 80s, Um, worked agency and client side and public relations in Hong Kong and London, Yes, I know. I did a lot, didn't I? Um, I was a Montessori teacher for a while. I ran the New York Marathon and the Manchester Marathon and became an international career coach, author, podcast host, as you know. And most importantly, I am a mother and stepmother to four absolutely beautiful children and four gorgeous grandchildren. 
just joy of my life. Now, what I'd like to say is a huge thank you to Inspiring Girls International for inspiring this little girl to share her story. Now, that was a bit personal, wasn't it? It was kind of scary for me to share this. However, as you've been so supportive of your career podcast and me over the years and 222 episodes after all, I thought it would be appropriate for you to get to know my background and what drives me. I wonder, what drives you? Now, I hope I get the chance to meet you during one of my live broadcasts or webinars one day. And you do have the chance to do that on Monday, the 11th of October at 12 p.m. Sydney time. Okay, so if you'd like to join me, register via the bit.ly link that is in my show notes. And if you've got a pen, you can just write it down. It's bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Zoom, Z-O-O-M 11 O-C-T. So Zoom 11 opt all lowercase, and that's the link, okay? I'll be discussing how you can gain the career clarity to make the right decisions if you join the Great Resignation anytime in the next few years, all right? So until next time, stay safe and stay well, and thank you so much for being such a loyal listener of your career podcast. Bye now. Talk to you soon. enjoyed this episode of your career podcast you know i love providing career inspiration and advice as i'm on a mission to make careers guidance and support accessible and affordable to all who need it if you like the support please buy me a coffee i love a skinny cappuccino and you can do so by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash jane career coach i wonder if you will now i have more support for you at www.thecareersacademy.online too and plenty of free resources that you can also download so thanks for listening stay safe and stay well if you enjoyed this episode of your career podcast i invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.